All right, I've tried this before and I failed in the sense that my perfectionist took over and my brain got busy and blah, blah, blah. And I never completed a car talk podcast. But here we are, I'm sitting in my car after a walk by the ocean. And a lot of times when I get ideas for the podcast, it's in moments like that, go figure, where I'm out on a walk or run, moving my body in nature, breathing, not planning things, and boom, download, ping, download ideas to share with everybody who wants to listen to me. And then I get home and I try to load up the microphone and then it's dinner time and then it's this and then I've got other things to do. Y'all know how that goes. So this is me forcing myself with a ton of love and just like desire to do this and show myself, my perfectionist included, that I can do this and put it out into the world. I'm recording this on my phone. So this is like a car talk, a car chat podcast episode, the first one ever. And if you follow me on Instagram, you saw a post I put up recently around the Rumi quote, which is probably the title of this podcast of what you seek is seeking you. And backtrack to me just being on this walk minutes ago and reflecting on a conversation I had with a client a couple hours earlier. And she brought up the post, she brought up the quote. And it's usually those conversations, like when I'm in a coaching conversation with a client or a friend, teaching a yoga class, those are the ones where I'm like, man, why didn't we record that? That's the good stuff. So this is also my attempt to just channel what I was sharing earlier that was from such just a downloadable place and see if I can recreate that so you too can uh, receive what I think was was really good and probably you know more than the one client needed to hear in that moment. And that's how it works. You know, we're all connected and we're all teachers and we all have stories to tell. I can think of one student in particular during a yoga training where we basically dove into this of like, wow, our inner world is so detailed and complex in a really beautiful way. And he had this aha of like walking down the street or just seeing everyone he came across, people he knew, people he didn't. Like, whoa, I've got all this going on in my mind. They do too. I've got all this going on in my life, in my world, in my workings. They do too. And I don't know about you, but I know for me, like I definitely have those days where I feel like I'm the only one that must be feeling these emotions. I'm the only one that must be having these thoughts. And oh my God, there's billions of people on this planet. Like there is no way that only one of us has ever felt a certain way. Um, and the more you get into the reality of what life really is from a stardust level, we are all made of the same stuff. We really are all part of that same field of consciousness. Anyway, onto the point of this little car chat, the question my client had, and she saw the quote and it spoke to her of what you seek is seeking you. And it went into a conversation around though, how knowing that along those lines, I'm mentioning to surrender and to believe that the seeking is happening in both directions. And you might even think right now, what's one thing that you are seeking? What is one thing that you are hoping to find? Right now we're looking for a new apartment. So it's like just looking and looking and looking. And sure, that action step can be really important. I believe that that shows the universe that you are serious, that you are looking 
But there's that fine line where when you're looking for the thing, you might start to feel desperate or hopeless or anxious. Anybody ever feel that? (laughs) Just me? Just us? Like, so that can be true with anything, anything you're seeking. Uh, You might feel that healthy boundary of taking action around seeking. And then when does it turn into a chase? When does it turn into desperation? And some other wise person once said that, you know, what happens when you chase something? It runs away. So with my client earlier, when we were chatting about this, it's like, okay, so what you seek is seeking you requires a sense of surrender. And for certain people, that can be really easy. For other people, surrender can be challenging. And in particular, the idea of surrender in the sense of just sitting back and doing nothing, whether it means being still, being silent, being solo, can be frightening. And this could be due to trauma in the nervous system. This could be due to just other patterning and programming, which is most likely somewhere in the nervous system. And so it's real. It's very real. It's it's okay if you're thinking, that's me. I don't feel safe in that idea of surrendering alone or surrendering and just letting go and, and being by myself or without a plan. Any control freaks out there? Anyone willing to admit that you like to control things? So then that also came in. It's like, oh, well, but see, this part of me that likes to control things doesn't like to surrender because, well, duh. I mean, that means that the control can't happen if I'm loosening my grip and surrendering. And the same question comes through of what happens when you try to control something? Does it ever really go as planned? It might, it might work for a second, but I don't know. Have you ever tried to control another person? Does that really work? <laughs> Have you ever tried to control a situation? I mean, there's some greater force at play, I think, that is greater than control. That's another conversation, but I do believe that even now, when we're seeing certain dictators of the world want to control and be so power and control hungry, what I can do is trust that there is something greater, greater than control in all situations. So back to this whole seeking thing, what you seek is seeking you, requires trust, requires surrender. And maybe surrender is a word that you don't resonate with. And that's okay. Maybe it's allowing. Maybe it's something else. So there could just be a word shift that you might add to your brain to feel like, oh, but I can do that. I can't surrender, but I can allow. I can't surrender, but I can let go in this one moment. And it's okay if you have to chip away at it like that or experiment a little bit. But when you start to feel that chasing, controlling energy, that's the opposite of seeking. It's close, but it's not the same. So I just wanted to elaborate on that, give you some things to think about slash not think about, just let it land somewhere in your field and see what starts to show up. And ultimately too, it's just this sense of greater trust, trusting that life has got you. It's got each of us. And whether you call it universe, whether you call it God, whether, I mean, it honestly, it's all just something greater than being a human and we're all tapped into that same source. So then it's just this very quantum-y conversation around, um, you know, we are, we are all that same, that same energy. So 
I'll pause myself right there and leave it at that. But if you enjoy these conversations, please make sure you like rate the podcast, do all the things. Again, this is on my phone. So I'm sure a part of me is going to be like, oh, the audio quality. But guess what? This is me getting things done that I think about and feel about all the time. So let this also hopefully be inspiration to you out there to just do the thing, to just take the next little step. Trust that you can clean it up. And you know what? If like, I have to remind myself here, if someone's so particular, this audio quality isn't good enough, then they're not my people, right? Like vibe attracts tribe and, you know, onto the next kind of thing. And, and please take that too. If you need it right now, maybe that's the one thing you grab from this um, little car chat. I'd love to spend more time with you on podcasts. Also in my Lit Living group coaching program, it's kicking off May 26th. Check it out. It's six weeks with me in a closed container and we dive into this stuff and we have these conversations and we hold space for body, mind, spiritual transformation. And what's been really cool right now is that everyone that's being attracted to Lit Living, which is L-I-T, live in truth, there are so many similarities and it's a lot of this. It's like knowing that there's something more knowing that there's something greater and that greater is is not to make us feel small but it's actually to make the greatness in us also come through so i'll talk more in a future more professionally recorded podcast about lit living but i just wanted to sprinkle that in reach out if you have questions and i'll put all the needed things in the show notes take care talk to you soon bye Mm.